Welcome to Married to Movies. Episode 40. I'm Desmond. And I'm Megan. And tonight we will be reviewing the two penultimate uh, chick flicks and man movies. Not penultimate. What do you mean? The ultimate. The last ones. What is penultimate? Second to last. (laughs) No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Does it really? Yep. I thought it meant hmm, the the pentificus of them all. (laughs) That's not a word. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> what are the two movies we are reviewing? The the ultimate peak of I think that's wrong because that means genres. that I and the CBC this morning are incorrect. No, the CBC was way correct. Way incorrect this morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so we're starting with Die Hard. Yes. Not with a vengeance. Nope. Not Er. Not living free. The original Die Hard. The original Die Hard. Um, and then we're following that up with Steel Magnolias. That is correct. Get out your tissues, folks. This is our last episode of Married <laughs> to Movies. We're not going to make this a crier, though. We're just going to huh? we're gonna have fun. It's not like this is the I last... I meant for Steel Magnolias. Oh, okay. So here's, here's Die Hard. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be to a lesson in the real use of power. They're as brilliant because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. And I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants... Think, damn it, think! ...is to be a hero. Where's Alex? That Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? <laughs> job. Many of our listeners consider to be the quintessential man movie. 
Die Hard, of course, starring Bruce Willis and Alan Rickman. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, yeah, well, okay, well, Bruce Willis is a cop from New York, and he's visiting his <laughs> wife, and I don't know if I really need to do this, but... Uh, Maybe there are some lady listeners who've never watched it. Very true, very true. So he's going to see his estranged wife in L.A., who's at her company Christmas party in a high-rise building that just happens to be assaulted by a group of highly sophisticated international thieves. And the shit goes down, and John McClane, Bruce Willis, is the only person who can fight them inside the building, and he does so with the in help... In bare feet. In bare feet, no less, with the help of Carl Winslow. I can't remember the actor's name. Moral but, support. Yeah, with the guy who played... Uh, it's Velmures. It's the, with a V. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he, the guy who plays uh, the... Urkel's dad. No, it's not Urkel's dad. It's Urkel's nemesis. It's Urkel's next-door neighbor. His oh, daughter yeah, Urkel was the, was the next Earl door. pined over. Earl. Urkel. Urkel. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. So, uh, what did you think? It was actually pretty good. Yeah, you chuckled a couple times, and you were tensing up at the right moments. Yeah. See, I haven't seen this since probably... I think when Die Hard 2 came out, I saw Die Hard before that. So, like, early 90... 1991, whenever Die Hard 2 came out. Like, it's been ages since I've seen this movie. I forgot all about it. Um, did you enjoy it? I did, yeah. And and I appreciated it that, uh, on a lot of levels. One, it's a real slow burn. Um, action movies just aren't made like that anymore. Like, it's it's a good almost half a, half an hour before the actual know, catalyst it happens. Like taking forever. Well, <laughs> well, it builds well, no, characters. Well, not taking yeah. forever, but, like, I, to- I honestly, when stuff started to go down, I was like, wow, we've been watching this for a long it, time. It's a long movie. It's a, it's 10 two minutes over two hours. 30, yeah. 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 Two hours and 10 minutes. Yeah, something like that. So. 130 minutes. But, yeah. But the tension just rises and rises and rises. I mean, you also notice that it's like an hour and a half before there's a real gunfight in the movie. Like, he gets shot at when he's running away. But it's not until that moment where they're in the office building where they're shooting at the glass and he's shooting back at them that they actually have a gunfight. Really? Yeah. That's I mean, the first one? Well, they shoot back and forth at each other, but it's like he's running and he's just sort of shooting behind him and then runs and then they're, you know, they expend 11 million bullets and no one actually hits them. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, in many ways, it's the stereotypical ho hum action movie. But in other aspects, it's not. I mean, you know, like you put this up against something like Commando that came out at about the same time with Schwarzenegger, who's just this complete superhuman, Mm. right? And Mm -hmm. John McClane is a real guy, right? He's in a bare feet. In order to do his real brave dive off the top of the building, he has to talk himself into it. He's screaming the F word whenever... (laughs) Whenever, you know, whenever stuff happens, he's a, he's afraid of heights. You know, it's pretty it's pretty cool that he is the regular guy. But of course, you know, the series would devolve into him being the commando style superhuman character. Well, um, I wouldn't call him quite the every guy because he's no, he's pretty badass. Yeah, I liked his um, character, like the interchange between him and 
Al. Yeah, definitely. Officer Al. Uh-huh. Like, that was kind of interesting because Al is just on the ground. Like, he doesn't really do anything mm-hmm. the whole time. So that was kind of, I liked that. Mm-hmm. And I was surprised how he got his attention because I, I, I completely forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Got the body on the car. That yeah. was awesome. I was like, holy shit, I forgot all about that. I was telling you should just shoot the car. Yeah, but so then you're shooting anything the at a cop, right? No, well, he can, like, miss, but... <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of Al's, mm-hmm. the first film role for one... Uh, Al and Rickman. Rickman. <laughs> yeah. Who is the quintessential Euro trash bad guy in this movie. Mm-hmm. He is awesome. Yeah, he is really so good. So awesome. He, even though this is a Bruce Willis vehicle and he's so kind of a, like such a bombastic character in the movie, Alan Rickman really steals it from him, I think. Not entirely, but in in many moments it really becomes Rickman's film. Mhm. What is that noise? Is a dryer going? The dryer flaps? I have no idea. Probably the dryer flaps. It's windy out. Can you investigate that after? I will. <laughs> um. That's part of my job here. <laughs> uh. Alan Rickman's film? Were you going to say something there? Oh, he also kind of kept you guessing, like, as to what the real motive mm-hmm. was. Like, what was in the vault? Yeah. And uh, I enjoyed the... Um, it's the fucking hamster, Megan. It's a hamster. Yeah. You look like he's going to come around the corner. It's an him and his wheel. Are you sure? That yeah. sounds loud. It sounds like I, it's outside. No, I know. It's it's the hamster. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Guessing at his motives. Um, yeah, you don't really know like why exactly he's there. Mm-hmm. And, and then I liked his exit plan, and I liked how, like, he knew what was all coming. And then that one line, Terrorism 101, they're playing the Terrorism 101 book yeah. by the book or something like that. Yeah. I don't know, that was funny. No, yeah, it, it, there's, a, there's a self-awareness to this that was there. And I, I think maybe they knew that, that they were kind of... It's not really a satire of the action movie, but they're, they're I think, aware of... like the in, Yeah, the invincibility of the main character, mm-hmm. right? That was completely done away with in this film. Mm-hmm. So they're almost, they're just sort of like going against, yeah. So I, like a satire would play off that, but really they're just sort of going against the cliches and going against, you know, the, the, the foundations of the action movie in, in, in many ways. You would normally have the entire motive of the bad guys in the first act easily. Right. Yeah, that would be, would yeah, think. it would, because right. that's not important. What's important is that the good the, guy kicks the shit out of how, him. Yeah. yeah. How it's resolved. But the way this film plays it is that Alan Rickman's character is as much an important character as John McClane in that sense. It's really sort of a, a battle of their wills hmm. and wills. I say wills, not intelligence. I think that Gruber is an intelligent character, whereas John McClane is more like a, by the, by the gut character who's very crafty and just has a lot of courage but not necessarily the smartest the smartest guy but he's got some street smarts hmm. okay what was your best favorite stunt or favorite scary the, the bit? set piece that's hard to say i liked um i liked that dive off of the top of the building because in any other action movie the guy would have just like run and like 
did it, but he was standing there, you know, for like, a, you know, 30 seconds. <laughs> you know, oh, please, God, let me live. Please, God, let me, you know, like talking himself into it sort of thing. So I, I really appreciated that for its action, for the awesome, like, four minutes of pyro that happened <laughs> after that moment. Mm -hmm. And for that's a really incredible stunt. And again, you know, this is 1988. That was all practical. Right. There may have been maquettes and, and uh, models, but that's all real pyro and that's all in camera stuff and fantastic. I mean, this uh, there's very many reasons why this is sort of the quintessential action movie. On a side note, did you hear that Natalie Portman needed a um, body double to dive into an icy cold lake in her latest film? Because it was too cold for her. Because she's pregnant. Well, is she? Yeah, Maybe isn't she? Maybe it's a body double. <laughs> the body double's pregnant? <laughs> well, they make the pregnant lady dive into the cold water. <laughs> what? There's just another one. She has two doubles. The pregnancy double and the wa and the water double. I'm confused. <laughs> I'm confused. <laughs> That's kind of off the beaten track from this review. I just heard on the cue. You think of it. Well, speaking of... You didn't ask me. What? I asked you that, so that you oh yeah 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 okay. So what's your favorite set piece or moment? In the I film? really liked. Okay, you see all the time in action movies the um, crawling through the ducting, mm. but you never see them like poking at the ducting to mm -hmm. see, and then like and then through the grate, and that was so tense. Yeah. So I thought that was really really good. Mm -hmm. And again, cool where you had the bad guys knew exactly what he was doing, and they were going right after him. Those guys know that building, and we know that because it's saying it's on the southeast, so they all go to the southeast. They yeah. know their way around that building, yeah. which is really cool. I mean, you have guys, bad guys who are in the know, and they know he's in the ducting, so they're going right after him. It's like three different rooms. They're all looking out there, and you know they're shooting into the ducting. That was really tense, and this movie did that really, really well. Mm -hmm. Really well. McTiernan, fantastic director. I'm trying to get my timing. He did this movie. And then he did Last Action Hero, which was the satire of the action movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm -hmm. uh, also written by Shane Black, who wrote Monster Squad and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And that, that movie I want to rewatch. I haven't seen that in a long time. But it's kind of a failure but for how, many, how much money they had. But then he came back and he did Die Hard with a Vengeance, which is the third film in this series. Mm -hmm. Which is... This, which is the probably the best title in the entire series, I think. Yeah, mm -hmm. Die Hard, Die Harder, just dumb. <laughs> and then Die Hard with a Vengeance. And then followed by probably the worst film is it, title is it ever. Vengeance or Vegemints? It's Vegemints. <laughs> That's what our oldest son says when he's impersonating Batman. I am. What does it say? I, I am, am Vegemints. No. I am the knight. I am Batman. Except he does it backwards. He goes, I am Batman. I am the knight. I am Vegemints. <laughs> he likes Vegemints. Live free or die hard. Huh? Live free or die hard. That's the name of the fourth movie. Oh. The stupidest That's movie dumb. title ever. <laughs> but yeah, very much a, a, a classic kind of. He rolled the rollerball remake, I think. Ooh. Yeah, he's had a couple ups and downs as director, but he certainly knew what the hell he was doing in this film. Just an amazing cast all around. Amazing action all around. 
Megan's, Megan's trying not to fall asleep. <laughs> it's pretty late. We actually started this movie kind of late. <laughs> so uh, is there anything else to say about Die Hard? I want to call it Die Hard with a Vengeance now. I have no comments on the costumes. <laughs> I also enjoyed the limo driver for comic relief. Yeah, uh, Argyle. Argyle. Yeah, he had his moment. You called it. Yeah. Of course, you, you had to know he had his moment. I like the moment that, uh, a sort of bittersweet, heroic moment that uh, Hal the had. very end? Yeah. Al. It's Hal. His name's Harold. Is it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was good. And then I thought, and then I, as I said, that sets him up for Die Hard 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, <laughs> 6, and 7. <laughs> or 2. He didn't come back. I was, he didn't really? I don't think he came back. Really he might have come back in Die Hard 2. Would have been like a... I thought they were going to be partners on the beat. Die Hard 2 was on the plane. Oh. Samuel L. Jackson was in Die Hard with a Vengeance, and that's one of the only real times I really, I really liked him in a movie. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think he came back for Die Hard 2. Oh, that's too bad. I totally thought that's what they were saying. I might be wrong, but... Yeah. 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 You know what? A really, really well-rounded action movie. A few cliches and nitpicks, and it's got it's got the same old bullshit. You know, he's in a a, a fist fight where a guy kicks him in the head like six times, and you know you, you don't kick someone in the head six times unless you're like a supreme wimp, because you only really need to kick someone in the head once or twice. <laughs> mm. <laughs> right? If they're on the ground and you're standing up, you you put them out with one kick, really. And uh, yeah, that, that you know, it's it's it, but it's all this it's it's the bullshit action movie tropes that you kind of have to go I along really with. I really did enjoy the whole bare feet idea. Yeah, like, like it was just a new spin on how tough and cool he was, right? Yeah, yeah. Totally. They they handicapped him yeah. full on, and it was and it was great, and they really played up on it. That moment where one of the quiet moments when he crawls into that bathroom with his oh, bleeding yeah. feet, and you're like really feeling that, and that's part of I think why I liked the dive off the roof so much. Because he came down against, he had, like he was trying to kick himself into yeah, the window right. with his bloodied feet. You know, it was pretty badass. Ouch. Good stuff. So it's it's it was a good man movie to end on. Then it was a great man movie to end on. All right on. All right. So what do you give it on the ratings of diamonds? Um, I'm gonna give that one a three and a half. Fair enough. That's a good solid score. A few nitpicks, but I mean it's stupid action movie stuff. I'm gonna give it a full on five. Ultimate classic. I was actually worried about how I would think about it after having not seen it so long. <laughs> I didn't want to disappoint the listeners, but yeah, blown away. Yeah, a, a new respect for Die Hard over here. Good job. So we'll see you in just a moment for Steel Magnolias. Mm-hmm. Sally Field, Dolly Parton, Shirley MacLaine, Daryl Hannah, Olympia Dukakis, Julia Roberts, Tom Skerritt, and Sam Shepard invite you to a film that Rex Reed called yeah! a delightful movie that hugs the heart. Don't put us down my back! You should drown them at birth. Steel Magnolias. Kill Rex! Kill! Rated PG. All right, so here we are, the final movie to be covered on Married to Movies ever. Uh, it is 1989 Steel Magnolias. Starring Sally Field, Julia Roberts, Dolly Parton, Shirley MacLaine, uh, Olympia Dukakis. Daryl Hannah. Yeah. And uh, so this is about a tight-knit circle of Louisiana women 
whose lives intersect at Truvy's Beauty Salon in this character-driven drama, tearjerker. Rife with both. Emotion and tears. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. Kind of the, I think it is sort of the prototypical chick flick. My face hurts from not like trying not to sob. Yeah, I think my shoulders wet. Dialogue. (laughs) You're the dialogue. (laughs) This movie is so good. It's so good on like okay, such a good chick flick on so many levels. First of all, there's weddings, there's babies, (laughs) there's mother daughter relationships, there's women's relationships, there's it's funny. I think the dialogue is pretty clever, witty. In a lot of parts, there's women. It kind of spans all of the major Holidays. rites, mm. mm. too, of passage for women. And yeah, I'd forgotten how much I like this movie. Okay. Cool. Yeah, no, I, I actually agree. I think it is a, a really good movie. What did you like about it? First of all, uh, Shirley MacLaine and Olympia Dukakis in this movie are fucking awesome. Yeah. They're like together. I don't like I don't like Olivia, Olympia Dukakis's acting when she's not poking at Shirley MacLaine's character. Okay, I don't know. It just seems kind of stereotypical yeah. Southern gossip kind of woman. But uh, but together they are freaking dynamite for sure. Yeah. And Sally Field was amazing. She's so good. My favorite scene is. Like, near the end, when she really kind of loses the plot, and that's the first and only time you see her totally lose the plot, and, like, that for me is so heart-wrenching, and I'm going to cry again just thinking about it. (laughs) Yeah, um, how many times have you seen this? Uh, probably four or five. Okay, yeah, this is the second time I've seen it. So, but I, and I, I completely forgot about everything up until the first diabetic episode. I totally (laughs) didn't remember this movie at all. And I kept confusing it with another movie, which may be Terms of Endearment. Whoa. Okay. Those are completely different movies. Are they? Okay. No, it's not Terms of Endearment then. It's another movie. And I think also set in the South and then like she marries this guy and then it doesn't turn out to be very good marriage and she's there's this really awful scene where she just has like the two kids and but i don't know who it is and i can't think it's but like an 80s movie so i'm not sure Hmm. what movie that is but anyway what i found interesting is like the passage of time it felt kind of interesting to me like like they chose really interesting moments to jump forward you know six months or whatever you know, like, like it's, it's almost abrupt and it almost seems like it doesn't work and it was a wrong time to do that, but it actually worked for the film. Like all the holidays, you mean? Well, yeah. I mean, just like the way, the way it jumped forward, like the scene would sort of linger on and then like it would sort of live on past its welcome mm-hmm. and then it would switch, like it would jump forward six months. Hmm. But, but I I think it really worked for the movie. Well, and remember too that this was a play before it was. Mm, I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, I didn't either, but I just read that. But um, (laughs) but I was thinking like, in terms of staging it right, then having the different holidays and you can quickly switch sets with 
holiday decor to mark the passage of time. And then when you translate that into a film, then, you know, instead of having the little, like, because you need indicators, right, that you're moving ahead in time significantly. So that's an easy way to do that on the stage. Mm. Yeah. Good point. I like to have one good point per episode. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of Dolly? I love Dolly. Dolly's great, yeah. I love Dolly. And I really like... um, uh, Sally Field's husband, what's his name? Tom Skerritt. Drum or something like oh, that. I don't know. I don't remember his name. They all have name. bizarre names. All bizarre to me, anyway. But Tom Skerritt's good. You know? I thought he was really good in this film. We've got to watch Alien sometime. Yeah. Isn't that? He's really good in that. Mm. Isn't that. Is it Picket Fences? That show? I have no idea what you're talking about. It was like a. It's not really, it's not a sitcom. It's just sort of a televised, it was an hour long drama, I think, sort of like early nineties. And he was like the male lead. Was he the sheriff or was he the judge? He was a judge maybe. I don't know, but I don't know. So that's, know that's, that's also what I remember him from. I, don't, I clearly don't remember the show, but, uh, yeah. Daryl Hannah. What'd you think of Daryl Hannah? Kind of annoying, but yeah. I don't know. Yeah, see, I'm trying to place... When was Splash again? Was Splash like 1986? I can't remember. Yeah, a couple years before this, but... I don't know. Like, she's someone who's always sort of been on the outside of, you know, real star status. Hmm. You know, like, she's never been pushed forward. And, and and it's interesting because she has been in some relatively big films. I mean, and, you know, this I think this is a big film. I mean, you had a lot of pretty big time actresses in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering, did this ever win any Oscars? I don't know. It says Oscar nominee Julia Roberts, but I don't know if it, she was uh, nominated. No, for not this. for this. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm actually surprised. I'd be surprised if Sally Field wasn't nominated for best actress in this one. Well, then shouldn't it say? Oscar nominees, so should and it whatever. should, but I think Netflix has cues for who's the Oscar nominee. Julia Roberts, <laughs> mm. <laughs> she's a superstar now, right? But this is a couple of years. It was Pretty Woman ninety one. You can't remember something like that. Yeah, this is a couple of years before her big break. So that's kind of interesting. I don't know. Her. This was a pretty. You're just mean that's like a starring, starring role. Well, yeah, but that that, that was... Drake, too. She became a real star in Pretty Woman, though. Mm. Um, I really like Sally Field. Mm-hmm. I like her, and... I was thinking, actually, when we started this movie, that other movie where she's the union worker, that was a really good movie, too. Oh, uh, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, and I can't remember... Yeah. can't remember the name. Yeah. No, that was good, too, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. All right. So, is there? <laughs> what else do you like about it? What do you think of the music? The music was a little melodramatic for me. Oh yeah, that didn't bother me. Okay. <laughs> I loved the costumes. I I knew I knew you would. <laughs> it was fun watching this. Like, however many years. I mean, I haven't seen this since I was a young teenager. So, when I was a young teenager, I was like, oh my god, those are so dorky. <laughs> Because it was, you know, like in the 90s. 95 or whatever, yeah. Yeah. So it was really dorky and kind of dated. But watching it now, I'm like, oh, those are fabulous. (laughs) 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 The 
hats and the gloves and oh, yeah, the wedding that, and yeah. what colors are your wedding? My color, my wedding colors are blush and bashful. Oh, good God. Two shades of pink. Good God. Oh. She was a bridezilla. She was a really, oh. she was really annoying me in this movie at the beginning. No, she wasn't a bridezilla. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, that's funny. What about the hair? The hair is fabulous. The hair was yeah. awesome. Dolly's hair rocked. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I kind of wish though that there had been some more backstories. And maybe again I'm thinking of some other movie that you flashed back to the kind of backstories of the group of women. Hmm. How Stella got her groove back? <laughs> I've never seen that. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> But, you know, like, Arlene, like, what happened? I mean, I know it would have ended up being, like, a four-hour movie, but, you know, or, like, Weeza and, um... Olympia Dukakis's character? Yes. What's her name? Clary. Like, their friendship or and what happened and with that and... Well, we saw that, though. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Hmm... I don't know. I don't know. I th- I think that it was it was good in that there were a lot of like dynamic characters in this movie. Mm-hmm. A lot of characters that were changed at the, at the at the end. You know, and even like peripheral characters like uh Truvy's husband. Yeah, and Truvy's yeah. son too. Helps out and he takes the oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, I mean, it is a really, yeah, I mean, it could have been, it's just, just shy of two hours, but I think it could have been, I mean, it could have, could have gone longer and I think it was, you know, good the way it was treated. It was still a really dense script, I think. And every character got sort of time in the limelight and got really well developed and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, really well done. Mm-hmm good movie five out of five five out of five yeah okay i'm gonna give it a four are you yeah yeah solid perfect all right there wasn't enough explosions <laughs> although those explosions were pretty oh funny. yeah actually, yeah that was that was pretty awesome i i see i that was something that i'd completely forgotten about when we were watching it it's like what the fuck is he doing shooting a gun at the tree and then the arrow with the suction cup and all the firecrackers on yeah. it that was awesome that was that like, made me want to do that yeah i know it. oh <laughs> i thought that was our our cold air return turning on but i'm that you just turned off yeah i'm half i'm half deaf and it was a car outside yeah i think that was for the dates in the audience hmm. those little man bits yeah and i uh, riding in on the car with all the condoms and stuff like that yeah yeah no, and it, and it's it seemed very real. So, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a lot of these chick flicks that you know that that take like a wedding or whatever and, and go to extremes with it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a wedding in itself is sort of an extreme mm-hmm. in reality. Mm-hmm. So if you just portray it realistically, I think it's you know it's much better served. And I think that they did that in this film too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So there you go. Let's get to some feedback. Okay, sounds good.
does it, Meg. I'm really sorry to hear the podcast is going. I understand your reasons, though, but it still sucks. I'm going to miss hearing you guys talk about movies and make fun of listeners, or uh, respond to feedback. But thank you for the entertaining show, and I hope that there may come a time in the future where you two will be back on again, either reviewing movies or some sort of media, because it truly was a blast listening to you guys. So thank you again for the great show, and hope that there may be a return in some form in the future. So, until next time, be sure to check out tsaproductions.podbean.com for another great show. Okay, now I'm officially done with my plugs. So thank you guys again, and hopefully we'll hear from you in the future. Thank you, Glade. Thanks, Glade. Glade has been a regular um, feedback provider, so we appreciate that. And I, I, I think that he has essentially... 40 for 40? <laughs> no. Well, I mean, obviously he wasn't in the first episode. <laughs> right. And I think he maybe missed one. But uh, but thank you very much, Glade, for being <laughs> a very consistent feedback uh, sender. So we really appreciate that. And uh, fear not, Megan is not disappearing into the uh, non-internet universe. She will be back very soon. Actually, um, she's going to be on Dread Media twice in June. We really? have two things coming that we're going to review. We're not going to say what they are. One of them is a TV show that okay. we're going to watch together and review. And the we other one... already? That we already watched? No. Oh. And then the other one is... Oh, it's The Bachelorette? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Dread Media. Because <laughs> that truly is horror. But... Uh... There's a guy on there wearing a mask right now. <laughs> <laughs> you let me know if he starts killing people and then I'll start watching. How about that? Okay. All right. And then... We're going to have Megan on for another film review on Dread Media, and yes, we're not going to say... email to the publicist yes, about that. I, I emailed the publicist, and I, I CC'd Megan on it. And we're not going to say what it is, but uh, let's just say that fans of the Sharktopus review are probably going to like this one. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much, Glade. We're going to move on and do some emails. We have an email from Hannah, who's going to read it. Hey, Des and Megan. Sad to hear that this is ending, but hey, that whole life thing takes precedence, I hear. Also, that and I kind of feel, you know, awful if this ended up causing you two to divorce her. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so for your final films, Des, I think it's kind of a da-law. Da-law. Oh, that Die Hard <laughs> is the ultimate guy flick and al- also the ultimate Christmas flick. You have twisted family holidays, Hannah. <laughs> if not that, then at least Inglorious Bastards or Predator or Face Off. Okay. Now, this is an offhand suggestion, that, and the odds are that Megan will take it as pretty slim, but I do feel the ultimate chick flick is Princess Black Bride. What? No, wrong. <laughs> Stupidest movie ever after you've read the book. Yeah, but the movie's awesome. No, it's dumb. <laughs> But I know that See, actually I'm I'm going to I'm going to hop in there before Megan continues reading cuz I don't think that Princess Bride is a chick flick. I actually think that Princess Bride is a little boy's movie. Actually. I I I, I You know think... what? I don't I actually don't really remember it now. So I would I would watch it with the boys. <laughs> <laughs> with the boys, Awful. but I wouldn't waste our my Awful. our final thing on this. Anyways, um she also suggests Legally Blonde. I actually don't think I've ever seen that. So, uh I'll ch- I'll check that one out Hannah and think of you. It's been a great run guys. Maybe you can come back for specials here and there. Maybe we could do a Christmas special. <laughs> we could watch yeah. Die Hard again. <laughs> uh but if you can, I totally understand. It's been an honor, Hannah. Thank you very much, Hannah. Thank you very much, Hannah. There you go. 
I like your personal PS, Hannah. That yes. was really nice. Thank you very much, Hannah. We appreciate it, and uh, we appreciate your listenership. And Hannah is one half of the great co-hosting team of Big Damn Heroes, the Joss Whedon podcast. You can find that over at earth-2. Joss dot- Whedon? Is that yes. like a person? Over at or- earth-2.net. Why don't you let me finish the plug, and then you can ask a question. Sorry. Like Joss? Joss. Sweden? Whedon. Jo- you said that really... At first Joss I thought you Whedon. were saying Jaw. Sweden, and then I ja, thought Sweden. Ja. maybe <laughs> Joss Sweden. No, it's neither. No, it is Joss space Sweden. See, I gave them way more of a plug than if I hadn't just interrupted you. Okay, you're just confused about the name. I'm not sure if that was a plug. Is that yeah. a person? Yes, it's a person. Like he, a human being? Yes, he's a human being. He is the creator of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, and Firefly and. Uh, all sorts of stuff. I see. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on to Will. <laughs> and Will says... Greetings oh. for the final time. I like reading them. All right. Bugs me when you read them. So, Married to Movies is ending. I still remember when I saw on the Earth2.net forums a forum for something called Married to Movies with no description and <laughs> felt a mounting curiosity about what it was. When Des revealed what the hubbub was, it sounded like such an awesome idea. Listening to the first episode, I have to say it only got better. Now a year and four months or so later, thank you, Will, for calculating that. (laughs) (laughs) I got to say I'm more than a little sad that it's ending, especially before June wedding month. Oh, yeah. With such an obvious pairing of The Hangover 2 and Bridesmaids. Fuck! That would have been (laughs) awesome! (laughs) Dang it! I even saw Bridesmaids in theaters. You did, yeah. You went without me, too. That's yeah, well, that's it. I'm happy. Thank you, Will. That would have been awesome. But anyway, that said, I'm happy that the two of you are going to review the occasional movie on Dread Media, also on Earth2.net. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear the two of you review True Blood. By the way, <laughs> Megan, that was a spot on impersonation of Bill saying, Suck it. <laughs> Though I wonder if, with Dread Media Presents, if you two might do the occasional Married to Movies episode when you feel like it would be fun as opposed to a chore. It's not a chore. Well, okay. I'm sure you will make the final episode very fun. Steel Magnolias is the perfect for the last episode. The only movies that may be even more chick flicky (laughs) would be Beaches or The First Wives Club. (laughs) I'm really glad. I'm really glad we chose Steel Magnolias. I'm not sure if I've seen either. They're terrible. As for Dez's film, Die Hard or Fight Club would be rock hardcore. Yeah. See, yeah, I mean, Fight Club, yeah, but the whole thing about Fight Club is that it's almost like... I've actually seen Fight Club, too. Yeah, it's it's an excellent movie. I absolutely love the movie. It's it's actually a movie that I think is perfect. Like, every frame is a piece of art, and it's just wound so perfectly. But I don't think it's such a perfect man movie, and because it's essentially admitting that men are pussies these days. <laughs> <laughs> like that's the whole idea behind it is that the fight club was brought together because it's a generation of men brought up by women. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's the kind of the, the thrust behind it all. But, uh, anyway, but yeah, I mean, I love that film, but I, I'm really glad I chose Die Hard cause it's been so long. So, well, actually that you guys chose Die Hard. I wouldn't have chosen it. I don't think if it was up to me. That all said, it's been a fun trip and I hope the two of you with the best. Thanks. We are, you are both made of awesome. Thank you. Imagine two awesomes procreate. That's right. And you end up with mutants. 
Love, luck, and lollipops, Will. <laughs> you could tell that we're really happy with our children lately. <laughs> well, we'll definitely see <laughs> Megan on Dread Media, as we said. Maybe Dread Media Presents. I haven't really talked about that, but True Blood, is that a possibility? It's okay. Of course it is. <laughs> I would have to I have been do reading. a bit of cramming, but... I have been reading them all, too, now. Oh, you're reading the novels, you know? Yes. The Charlene Harris? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm really, really, really excited for season four because... Uh, it's four already? I'm never going to catch up. Okay, well, don't even watch two because it's dumb. I'll watch one with you. Again. There's one with Viking werewolves, right? No. Oh. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to watch that one. Yeah, that's season <laughs> three. So, I, well, let's watch one and three, and then four is coming out, and Eric the Viking features prominently oh, in season boy. four, and go. OMG. There we OMG. go. OMG. There we go. Actually, my friend Shannon um, regularly stalks his Facebook and error on Google and stuff. <laughs> regularly. Uh, former Dread Media co-host Shannon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Coolby writes, Hi, Desen Megan. While I'm sad to hear Married to Movies is ending, I understand why you've made the decision. And I want to thank you for 40 wonderful episodes. <laughs> thank you. I'm assuming the last one will be wonderful as well, if a bit sad. <laughs> and- Hope we didn't disappoint you. Also, special thanks to Megan for the manamana, 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 manamana. Muppets are cool. That's true. And so are you, Cool B. Oh, good one. Good one. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Cool B. And, uh, oh, we've got another one last email here. The other one is a voicemail. The other one's a voicemail. (laughs) Dear Mr. and Mrs. Doomsday. It's always a shame <laughs> when a podcast that you listen to comes to an end. Is this your impression of Ian? Yeah. It's really bad. It's not Isn't the it? accent, it's the intonation. Okay, okay fair enough. <laughs> Mr. Doomsday. <laughs> Especially when the format is open-ended. Okay, that's annoying. <laughs> Just right. read it. <laughs> it's always a shame when a podcast that you listen to comes to an end, especially when the format is open-ended and could well have run on longer. Yes, as opposed to yours, Ian. That being said... (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Well, his weather, right? (laughs) I do know the time commitment that goes into the preparation, recording, and production of a podcast, particularly when I've contributed to the top three lengthiest podcast episodes that (laughs) 2.net has produced. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Your feedback's not too uh, brief either. Whoa. (laughs) Burns on Ian. I'm loving it. I'm going to be talking to him soon, and I'm going to have to deal with this. You realize that? <laughs> it's only all in love. <laughs> I tease ones I love the most. So I'm sending this to thank... You must absolutely adore me. Yeah, exactly. So I'm sending this to thank you for the free entertainment you have provided me for the past year, as well as the physically valuable graphic novel that you have sent halfway around the world to Fort Wilson after you plucked my name out of a hat or a hat substitute. It was a hat substitute. Needless to say, well, first of all, I'm glad to hear that you've got it. Yeah, yeah wow. <laughs> I've not had the most fun, most, uh, the best experience with Canada Post lately. <laughs> and I, I hope you do enjoy it, and I hope that you have little Ian's to read it to. Or maybe little nephews and nieces. But anywho, uh, needless to say, that last episode of 2010 will go down as my favorite of the bunch. Not even the sound of Davin mourning the loss of his gingerbread house could spoil <laughs> my enjoyment of hearing you dissect two of my favorite films. I don't remember that one. But. Uh, that was uh, Pleasantville and American Psycho. Okay. I'll remain listening to Dread Media and the new segments that make up Dread Media Presents, so I'm sure I'll get to hear more from Megan in the future. Until then, only one thing remains to be said. 
to the to Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. <laughs> All the best, Ian. <laughs> Thanks, Thank Ian. Thank you, Ian. Very nice, very nice. And we have uh, we have one last voicemail to listen to, and then we'll come back and uh, and say our goodbyes. Okay. This is Mike, the very famous Michael David Sims. Hey guys, it's Mike Sims. Uh, before you go, I just wanted to say thank you to both of you. Uh, but before I do that, I just want to express that I think you guys are making the right decision by ending uh, Married to Movies. Not that I want the show to end. I don't want it to come across like that. It's just, you know, I've learned that if a podcast or a segment is no longer fun, uh, you should end it. You shouldn't keep doing it. Um, because it's just going to become a strain on the things you love and the people you love. I mean, <laughs> Megan asked Des about our time reviewing those really crappy countdown books. You know, um, you know, both of us hated comics for a long while uh, uh, after that because those books were so bad. And I don't want to see uh, YouTube get down on movies because of Married to Movies. So I, I, I definitely do feel this this was the right decision if you guys were starting to feel that this was uh, a bit of a strain. Um, but that said, you know, this really is more of a, a, a thank you note to both of you. Des, first and foremost, thank you for producing another wonderful podcast for Earth2.net. Between Married to Movies, Dread Media, and Dread, Dread Media Presents, pardon me, um, you produce three wonderful shows, and uh, of course, there's your contributions to Earth2.net, the show. So, again, thank you for everything you do for the site. Um, and also, thank you um, for getting Megan to boost her gra grades up, um, even if only by half a point sometimes. Um, Megan, uh, thank you for becoming part of the Earth2.net family. Um, also, thank you for exposing this this other site to Des that we don't often get to see um, on Dread Media, Dread Media Presents, and Earth2.net, the show. But most of all, to both of you, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for the effort. Thank you for helping Earth2.net grow. Uh, thank you for letting us into your homes and into your lives every two weeks. And thank you for all the fun uh, we, the listeners, had um, because of Married to Movies. Um, I legitimately had laugh-out-loud moments you know, during every episode of Married to Movies. I, I, I think that's it. Um, definitely going to be sad to see the show go, but, um, you know, 40 episodes, that's... That's great. Hopefully, Megan, uh, we'll, we'll hear you on Dread Media sometime soon. And Des, of course, you know, you're, you're all over the place on Earth2.net, so I know you're not going to let us miss you. Uh, again, hand on heart, guys. Thank you. That actually makes me kind of teary. <laughs> that was very sweet, Mike. And thank you. We have to give a heartfelt thank you to Michael David Sims, who... Uh, well, made this happen, essentially. Well, and supported the idea and mm -hmm. supported the show literally on the site. And, and uh, made the banners and posted it to the internet and all that. And uh, welcomed me to the forums, although I didn't stay long. I was kind of an <laughs> in-out guest. But anyway. <laughs> That's how I like it. Uh, <laughs> Boom. <laughs> <laughs> That's really disgusting. I know. <laughs> 
It's almost as good as Des was up to bat at softball today. <laughs> I go, long and hard, baby. Just the way I like it. And then I twisted my knee. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we're detracting from Mike. Um, yeah, and I'd like to uh, say an official congratulations on your upcoming nuptials, Mike. I have been looking um, every, <laughs> probably every three days on cheap flights to Chicago, because I would really like to go. <laughs> As would I. But uh, so far, hot wire is not coming through for me. <laughs> so you'll be getting a gift in the mail, you know, instead of us. <laughs> So, anyways, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, thank you to Mike for all the hard work he did for the show. Thank you to everybody who sent in feedback. Thank you to everyone who listens, regardless of you send feedback. Thank you to everyone who finds the show, like, Somewhat after... Well, no, finds the show after the show is gone. Oh. I mean, it's not going anywhere, so it'll be out in the internet in perpetuity. Great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a record of you, man. So, uh, so thank you. We uh, truly appreciate it. We certainly, you know, m- made doing it worthwhile. Yeah, it was yeah. fun. It was yeah. totally fun. Yeah, and it's and, not. Yeah, don't we, don't think that we think it's a chore. It's just we're we have very very busy lives and prefer to spend our time together, not not beholden to yeah. a schedule of some kind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I mean, as the listeners know, like I got sick, really sick this yeah. year. We both had shitty year for illnesses. And given that we're both teachers and that the kids are in daycare and like, that's not going to get any better. So yeah. we need to take care of ourselves and take care of our family and, and, uh, yeah, but for sure, I'm not going away. I will be around. Yeah, we'll have. I you will on be back. Dread in, media real soon. I will be back in the man cave, <laughs> sitting on Des's lap, recording into this goddamn microphone that I hate. But anyway, I love this microphone. You're so possessive, and then you have like the little beep, beep. You can never have it ready. You have you always like press the little button, and then you press it, and then it, oh, erase, man. erase, erase. You could do that beforehand. It's a little bit of prep work that you could do. Oh, sorry. So, like I don't do enough prep work. The show might be late because Megan's going to edit it and 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 upload it. And, and all it's that your stuff. show. Coming on as a guest, right? I'm sure. That's, they're called the only, fans only, are only when you me. talk to everyone else. It's it's either your show or our show if you're feeling feeling nice. I never say mine. All <laughs> right. Um, it wouldn't be an episode without some bicker. Bicker, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, we want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. We love you guys and, uh, hang around. I don't know. I don't know. If you want to send emails, I'll probably check it on occasion. Yeah. And I'll, sure. I'll forward them to Megan. Don't bother sending voicemails because I think it's already someone else's voicemail line at this point. So. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> so, um. The talk yeah. back line. No, there is talk no more. There's no more talk dead. back line. Oh, the talk bad. back line is dead. But, uh, thank you again very much. We appreciate it. And we have to end with another song by Hell Songs. Of course. The official band of Mary, of Mary Two Movies. And uh, I figured, uh, I don't know, uh, it's apropos to Die Hard anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> A cover of Megadeth's Symphony of Destruction. Okay. All right. So thank you, guys. Thanks.
You take a mortal man and you put him in control. Watch him become a god. Watch people set to roll. You take a mortal man. You put him in control. Welcome to Married to Movies. I'm episode Meg- 40? I'm Megan. Let's start, Let's start Jesus. This is like episode one. <laughs> and, Outro found. <laughs> and hi. My... Oh my God. 